friend was broke. She didn't know what to do or where to turn. I'm Nora Ellen. The reason I began this podcast called Women Starting Over is to help women like my friend who find themselves in financial hardship like divorce or lost their job or went bankrupt or maybe sadly their husband passed away. You will love these real life stories of my guests of how they went from being broke to hope to financial success. If she can do it, so can you. Here we go. Hello, I have a question for you. Are you paying your bills with love? Yes, you heard me right. No, you don't need to rewind this to think. Did Nora just really say that? Yes, I did. Pay your bills with love. When you go to pay for anything, do it with love and gratitude. You know why? You're blessing somebody. Somebody is earning money. I'd never like when people say, that's a waste of money, or don't waste your money. It's better to say, maybe spend your money on something else. Here's why I say that. Whenever we spend money, it's going to someone. That's kind of how it works. (laughs) We, We trade. We need to trade. We trade our money to get products, services, or information, and vice versa. It's just how the system is. We give something of value, or we give money for something of value. It's a beautiful thing. It's good to have an attitude when it comes. It's, a, it's good to have a good attitude. Yes, yes, both ways <laughs> when you're spending money. Don't think of it as wasting your money, something negative. Just change what you spend your money on. If you think there's something better to spend your money on, that's a simple fix, right? Some of the ways we think, especially here in our United States culture, when it comes to money, needs to improve. And that is one of them. Be grateful you have power and you write your check to the power company, phone company, all these companies and places we send our money to. And remember, money is really a form of gratitude. You're showing appreciation for the service product or information that you are paying for. It's a good thing. (laughs) So be thankful and grateful. It's kind of like what goes around comes around. If you're feeling bitter or resentment about money, spending money, then Find something else to buy or purchase. And you can also change your attitude. In fact, it's better to be thinking, I get to, rather than have to. There's going to be times in your life, especially when it comes to work and business, even if you're doing what you love, where you may not have the fortitude or be in the mood to do something that you normally love to do. But just think to yourself, not, oh, I have to, but I get to, I get to do this. And if you think I get to do this or even say it out loud, you'll get that motivation that you need to do something, not have to, but get to. I have another question for you. Have you ever 
tried to do that Wonder Woman stance. Do you know who Wonder Woman is? <laughs> you better. You're a Wonder Woman. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> it's always good to use humor in your life. One of these days, or maybe today, go in front of the mirror and just practice a Wonder Woman stance. I can do this. I'm powerful. Yeah, I got the muscles. I got the wherewithal. I I got what it takes. <laughs> it's great to be able to laugh at yourself and just have fun when you're starting over or you're moving up. Have fun. Think of different ways that you can make yourself laugh. And I think that's one of them. I think it's always good to remember that laughter is like medicine for the soul. That's what it says in the book of Proverbs in the Bible. And isn't it interesting that God created us to be able to laugh? And laughter kind of sounds funny. He is a loving God. He's the one that came up with the idea of laughter, right? That was his idea. And we all love to laugh. Be sure that you are not taking yourself too seriously. Okay, now take some truth serum. I want to know the truth. Have you been doing Zoom meetings? And of course, on top, you have your makeup on. You're ready to go out like it looks like you're ready to go out. And your earrings and jewelry, your beautiful top. But maybe the bottom is different. <laughs> That's how I'll put it. <laughs> that's my case and the other day I had a zoom meeting and then I was going to go out somewhere well of course I'm already dressed I'm thinking I went to put on my shoes thank God for full-length mirrors I have a full-length mirror in my closet I looked up at the mirror I was mortified I was just gonna put my shoes on and go without thinking well it would have been very embarrassing if I went out. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> so a word to the wise. If you're doing Zoom meetings, but then later you have to go out, be sure to check yourself in front of your full length mirror or at least look down, my friend. Okay, here's another question for you. What do your sticky notes say around your house? You better have sticky notes. The nice thing about sticky notes, you can change them out. It's a great way to grow and to remind yourself what your goals are, how you want to think. Isn't it interesting that we have to try hard to think right? It's something we need to train our mind to do. We don't really have to train our mind to kind of get mad at somebody if we're driving along and they cut us off. <laughs> Think about kids. Do we have to teach them how to be stingy and not share? No, we have to teach them how to share. My question to you is, what do your sticky notes say? How many sticky notes do you have? And I hope they're pleasant and powerful. I hope they're encouraging you and motivating you positive, not don't do this and don't do that. No, do this think this way. How about you are? You are lovely. You are beautifully made. You are precious. Yes, just even sticky notes like that, especially for us women, because you are precious. 
You're a treasure. There's no one like you. Nobody. Isn't that amazing when you think about the billions and billions of people in this world? Not one of us look like somebody else. We're not even identical. Even identical twins will look different. I had some friends that were identical twins. (laughs) They were Sherry and Terry was one set. Bonnie and Connie was another set. (laughs) And I would study their faces. So when I saw them, oh yeah, Connie has a freckle on the right side of her nose. Bonnie doesn't have any freckles. Same with Sherry and Terry. (laughs) I used to pretend I had a twin named Laura. Nora and Laura. Yeah. (laughs) Laura was the good one. Okay, there you go, my friends. Have you ever recorded yourself just to talk about what's important to you or maybe process a struggle that you really don't want to talk to anybody about? Yes, record yourself and then listen to yourself and see what good advice you can come up with because you might be surprised (laughs) or just listen to your own heart. And sometimes it's good to listen to ourselves. We will learn a lot. It's just a little idea there. And definitely practice laughing. You can tell that some of what this episode is about. Although, I think it's always interesting. We get these rules in life. Like if you do a podcast episode, there's kind of this seem to be unwritten rule or whatever you want to call it, that the topic of the episode needs to be one thing because we're supposed to come up with a title. And then you have a description. Well, I don't always see life that way. This episode is going to have a bunch of fun little tidbit things for you. Because it can be a little more entertaining if you ask me. (laughs) All right. Here's another true serum question for you, my friend. Are you a producer or are you a consumer? You're probably both. Which are you better at? I remember praying, asking God to help me be a better producer than a consumer. (laughs) I've always been a pretty good consumer. I don't know about you. And of course, we need to be consumers, right? We got to have food and shelter, clothing, the necessities of life. And like I share said earlier, we want to do all of that with love when we are consuming and handing over our precious money. But there's a time to be a producer. And I want to encourage you to be more of a producer than a consumer. Yes, because if you're more of a producer than a consumer, that means you have more income coming in than going out. That's kind of the idea of this podcast. Because I want you to be able to get to the place where your income exceeds your outflow and your expenses. That's what we call financially free, financially independent, and retirement. Now, you may have heard me say before, the word retirement isn't really my favorite in our culture. And here's why. What do you think of retirement? You probably have some positive feelings about that. That means, oh, I don't have to work anymore, or I have enough that I don't have to work kind of thing. I can I can live the rest of my life without having to work. (laughs) 
we think, oh, I get to play golf, or maybe that's more of a guy thing. I don't know. But anyway, I just think retirement almost says to live life a little differently, mostly for what you want to do. And we need the older generation to still be helping in our communities, volunteering, helping with charities, being on boards of charities, because they tend to have more time. I know I have more time on my hands because my wonderful kids are grown and gone. It's just a thought to not think about, oh, I want to retire, but think this way. I want to be financially free. I'm going to work towards financial freedom, financial independence, more money coming in than going out, especially passive income. Passive income is the key. That's where money coming in, of work you've already done, like having a rental, royalties on books, stocks, bonds, different kinds of things like that. If you've written any courses, books, uh, trainings, there's all kinds of ways of making passive income. If you have a pension, hopefully you'll be having Social Security <laughs> till the end of your life. <laughs> Not sure what's going to happen to that. I would say don't count on it, but don't be afraid. There's lots of ways to make money. Explore that for yourself, my friend. Okay, be a producer more than you are a consumer. Have you noticed conversations that people have, which I heard the other day, not anybody close to me. <laughs> I was out in public. I said, da, 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 da. The other person said, no, you didn't. And yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Oh, come on. You said this and you meant this. No, I didn't mean that. Yes, you meant it. No, I didn't. Why would anyone have that kind of a goofy topic? Is anybody listening? <laughs> Let the other person rephrase what they said. Don't try to punish them with, you said that. Well, could be. What if you didn't hear right? Okay, that little last advice, that was free. So, okay. <laughs> I was looking through some fun money jokes. I'm going to share some money jokes with you today because I want your lungs to laugh. When's the last time you heard a good, clean, fun money joke? <laughs> we all love to laugh. Here we go. Somebody said, my dad is so cheap that when he dies, he's going to walk toward the light and turn it off. And there was this tip jar humor in a coffee shop. The tip jar humor said on the coffee jar, afraid of change? Leave it here. <laughs> that was good. All right. Here's one. In San Diego, to work with military linguists, my colleague and I checked into a hotel and ordered a 5 a.m. welcome call. The next morning, the phone didn't ring until 5.30. You're supposed to call us at 5 a.m., I admonished the desk clerk on the other end of the line. What if I had to close a million-dollar contract this morning? Your oversight would have cost me the deal. Sir, he said calmly, if you had to close that type of deal, I doubt you'd be staying in this hotel. There's a guy who lost his credit card. 
he said, well, I'm just going to let it stay lost because a thief is spending a lot less money than my wife. <laughs> Why is it that we say a penny for your thoughts, but then you have to put your two cents in? Somebody's making a penny. That's compliments of Steve Wright, who is a comedian. There's a sign in the row that says, watch for children. A person said, ah, that's a fair trade. Okay, now that one I had to kind of think about it for a while. <laughs> watch for children, right? Trading the watch for children. <laughs> a guy said, to this day, the bully that used to steal my lunch money at school is still taking my lunch money. But the plus side is, he makes a great Subway sandwich. <laughs> okay, never loan money to a friend. It's dangerous because all of a sudden it causes memory loss. A man would look on the Forbes list before he went to work every day to see if his name was on it. If it wasn't on it, he went to work. There's a guy that heard a sermon from Psalm 52 and 3 and 4 that warns about lies and deceit, how wrong they are. That night he couldn't sleep. So the next morning, he sent $150 to the IRS and explained, I know I'm behind on my taxes and I couldn't sleep last night. If I go to bed tonight and I still can't sleep, I'll send you the remaining money I owe. <laughs> A local charity director called the banker because the banker made half a million dollars a year and never made any kind of donation. She said to the banker about this, and would he make a donation? He said, well, did you know that my mom is on her deathbed and owes tons of medical bills? The director said, no. He said, did you know my brother's gone blind and he's broke? And the director said, no. And he said, did you know my daughter was in a car accident and she's been in the hospital for three months? And you can imagine what it's going to cost me. She said, no. And he said, well, I didn't give them any money either. So don't expect any from me. Why should I give it to you? <laughs> there was a son that asked his mother for $500 for a suit to go on a job interview. She said, I've never paid that much money for a car. And the son said, yep, that's why I want the suit. <laughs> there you go. There's some, some fun jokes for you. And I hope it gave your, your lungs some, some good expansion. Here's one. A bank displays a sign and said, was your stuff so stolen? It's not our vault. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. <laughs> okay. There you have it. That's the episode this time. And remember what the goal of this podcast is. <laughs> it's to empower you around money. So it's okay to even laugh about money. And be happy when you do spend your money. Have a good attitude about it. Be thankful for what you have and be thankful you have money to spend on things that you need or that you want because gratitude strengthens you. All right. 
Here's one more. I stopped off at the supermarket to buy my son-in-law his favorite pie, sour cream raisin. The box had the $15 price tag stamped on the top, which I thought would be tacky on a gift. So I asked the man behind the counter for a marker to black out the price. Didn't work. You could still see the price through the ink. I know what to do, the man said. I'll cover it up. And with that, he slapped a sticker over the price that read, $2.98 day old. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure I got that one, but anyway. Okay, here's one on becoming a CEO. The CEO of a large corporation was giving advice to a junior executive. I was young, married, and out of work, he lectured. I took the last nickel I had and bought an apple. I polished it and sold it for a dime. The next day, I bought two apples, polished them, and sold them for 10 cents each. I see, said the young junior executive. You kept reinvesting your money and grew a big business. No, said the CEO. Then my wife's father died and left me a fortune. Oh, that's lame. <laughs> I think that's kind of lame. Okay, here's one. I'm currently boycotting any company that sells items I can't afford. I like that one. I think that was one of my favorites. <laughs> How about that awkward moment when you leave a store without buying anything and all you can think is, act natural, you're innocent. <laughs> I've actually thought that myself before. <laughs> Always borrow money from a pessimist. He won't expect it back. A little boy asked his father, Daddy, how much does it cost to get married? Father replied, I don't know, son. I'm still paying. Boo. <laughs> okay, remember what I talked about with retirement? It's the time in your life when time is no longer money. <laughs> okay. Well... Let me see if I can find one more. I'm looking on my iPad to read you these jokes. You take away the looks, money, intelligence, charm, and success, and reality. And really, there's no real difference between me and George Clooney. Mm. I think you have to know who George Clooney is. <laughs> By the way, ladies, you don't have to marry for money. Hang around the rich. Marry for love. <laughs> Money isn't everything, but it certainly keeps you in touch with your children. <laughs> Every day I get up and look through the Forbes. I already read that one. But hey, in case you forgot it, it's where he looked on the list. <laughs> and if his name isn't there, he goes to work. Okay. All right, back to work, actually, for me. <laughs> On my book, finishing some edits. I'm really excited to share it with you. Women Starting Over and Moving Up is the name of my book, which is Building Financial Wealth on Your Terms. Remember to live loved because you are loved. If you don't feel like you're loved at times, this is what I want you to say out loud. I am special. I am important. I am precious. I am wanted. I am loved. I'm liked. Yes. Say those things out loud because they are true because God loves you. I love you and you love yourself. 
Be sure to connect with me on social media, Facebook and Instagram. And if you happen to do a vision board, go ahead and posters on there too. I'd love to see what your vision board is. I hope you've made a vision board. <laughs> They're fun. They really are fun. And But remember to look at them. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Well, my friend, thank you for letting me be with you today. Please leave a review so that women that need help can find this podcast. I am Nora Ellen, your host. See you next time on Women Starting Over.